All right. It's been a minute. Hopefully we remember how to do these as we as we start the summer off with some podcasting. Yeah, it's uh took a little hiatus there for what two months. It's the NFL draft, but uh, you know it's been kind of slow. But now I think it's starting to get back into the swing of it with the uh, NBA free agency and NFL training camp starting uh starting soon. So yeah, we were just so captivated by the draft that we just couldn't fathom making another podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, so today we're gonna be talking about NBA free agency. And I know that you were excited about the Lakers picking up Kawhi Leonard, who apparently is a pretty good basketball player. <laughs> well, we don't have him yet. Uh, I hope in a couple of days. Um, you know, the Anthony Davis trade was crazy for uh, the Lakers. I'm happy they got that done. And we're able to keep Kyle Kuzma at the same time. Uh, I don't really worry as much about the draft picks that they gave up because – um, you know, in the NBA, that doesn't mean as much. A first-round pick uh, is not the same as it would be, like, say, in the NFL. Um, and when you're a team that's likely going to be making the playoffs with a shot at the t- finals over the next couple of years, that doesn't matter as much. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's Saturday, so free agency opens tomorrow. Um, we already know Kemba, I think, is going to the Celtics. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where Kyrie goes. I know the Nets have been heavily uh, – they think the Nets, but, you know, the Lakers could be in there. Um, the Lakers have an interesting, you know, option. They could try to go Kawhi, Kyrie, or they could split up their money and have like a really good bench and just build around LeBron AD. So uh, it should be interesting to see how that plays out. So I want to, I have two questions to ask you. The first question I want to ask you is what would the, what would the appeal be to Kawhi Leonard to come to the Lakers? A two-time finals MVP, you know, proven superstar, you know, what's your sales pitch to get Kawhi to LA? Well, the sales pitch is, listen, if you come to be a Laker, not a Clipper, if you become a Laker, you become a global superstar. You get a chance to play alongside one of the greats in LeBron um, and another great in Anthony Davis. You know, you get the – why be in the cold in Toronto? We can come play in the, uh, in the sunshine of L.A. Uh, and, you know, I know the Clippers have been rumored to be, you know, heavily in there. Um, but uh, – um, yeah, we can get uh, – we're going to have a special guest coming on later, I'm being told from my producer. <laughs> um, um, yeah, we'll have, we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a Clipper fan on the show yeah. in a bit here. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the Clippers – here's the thing with the Clippers. Anybody that go, that's lived in L.A. like me knows there's not – the Clippers are not even close to – it's like the Chargers versus the Rams or Raiders in L.A. The Raiders are gone, and yet they still have a way bigger fan base than the Chargers. Like – the Clippers don't have the kind of brand the Lakers have. So if Kawhi wants to be a mega superstar, I'm sorry, he just he can't go be a Clipper. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I would, I would say that Kawhi already is a mega star. I mean, I would say Kawhi is the type of person it seems to me that wouldn't care too much about the attraction of a huge city in Los Angeles, um, and. You know, I mean, I know that that is a, a desirable free agent destination, and it has been since the start of the NBA, you know, really free agency kicking off. But it's hard. It's it doesn't seem clear cut that a guy like Kawhi Leonard is guaranteed to sign with the Lakers. Yeah, there's I mean, there's a bunch of other suitors, you know, I mean, Toronto's going to play the pitch that, hey, you just want a title. Um, and, you know, I keep hearing that, you know, they got a whole country behind them, so. You know, I don't know if he cares about that or, you know, 
uh, maybe he, yeah, maybe he doesn't want to be in the, in the, you know, big lights of uh, a Laker uniform, um, which, you know, should be interesting. What do you think? Um, what, what's, what do you think is going to be the biggest surprise of free agency? Do you think that there's a, a player that is going to go to a team that no one's really talking about? I want to, uh, I'll, I'll get to that, but I want to ask you my second question. First, oh, okay. All right. And uh, that, that's, how do you feel about the Lakers currently holding three players on their roster? What sort of smaller moves do you think they may be able to make if they do sign another superstar to fill out a bench? And how confident are you that that bench can sustain them through a playoff run? Yeah, if they were to sign a star, obviously the cap space becomes uh, limited. But there's a lot of, you know, when you have a big three like that, that, that good, unless, God forbid, injury struck, um, they're going to be fine. But, you know, in terms of the bench, uh, there's Just a lot like of guys. like the 2011 Heat were fine, right? And the Heat with LeBron won, <laughs> went to four straight titles and won two. I can't believe I'm defending LeBron, his Heat days. A couple <laughs> years ago, I'd have been like, what is going on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys on minimum contracts that like, uh, um, like Lance, you know, I like to bring him back. Rondo could be, you know, run the point. Um, he's a capable point guard. Um, I heard Derek Rose was possibly an option on a small deal. A guy that would probably be out of the price range. Um, if they did sign a max free agent, it would be Seth Curry would be a, a, a nice player to add in terms of shooting. A guy like JR, I know he has a crazy reputation, but could really add some some shooting, which is the Lakers need. And Carmelo would actually be interesting coming off the bench um, just because he can get you 12 to 15 a game um, and add some scoring there where, you know, you're not asking him to go be a star, which he isn't. Now, LeBron James will be 35 years old on December 30, I believe. And we all know that he still has all the athletic capabilities of pretty much anyone, right? But do you think that as LeBron's age starts to progress, that he may take a, and he has two other superstars potentially on his team? Do you think it may be? Do you think he may take somewhat of a diminished role as a scorer and be more of a distributor? Because we all know that he's one of the greatest passers of all time, and sort of turn it over to great scorers like Kawhi Leonard. I feel like I'm I'm in an interview right now. I'm being interviewed by you. <laughs> um, we'll put these questions. Yes, I, uh, I I do think he would change his game, especially if a guy like Kawhi came, um, where, you know, maybe not as ball dominant, setting it up for other players because LeBron can do that. Um, he'd be, maybe not stat-wise, but LeBron makes everyone around him better simply because he's a great passer. And if LeBron wants to get to the bucket, to the rack, he can almost every play because of, you know, his body and um, how he just muscles people up there. So, you know, however it plays out, it'll be good for the Lakers. Um they split up the money or they sign a max guy. Right. Well, he's returning to number six, LeBron. So that should be interesting because many say that number six on the Miami Heat was the peak of his um, sort of physical existence. So I'll let you put me on the hot stove, I guess, here for a while. I don't have an NBA team, obviously. So it's a little bit less exciting for me until the Seattle Sonics return. But you (laughs) asked me if I think there are any – smaller scale free agencies signings that could uh i believe you you said surprise people no i, I meant i like it, it, do you think there's a big free agent or I, I mean any free agent but someone that's like being talked about a lot that might go to a team that is not necessarily the front runners right now well i think that if you 
I think that there's two names that come to mind for that, and that's Kevin Durant as well as Kyrie Irving. Obviously, people have been – and, in fact, I could add a third name to that in a second, but people have been throwing uh, Kyrie Irving around a lot with the Brooklyn Nets, but there's a lot of different places where Kyrie could go, and I think that what makes this particularly interesting is we saw Kyrie go from you know a young, promising stud to LeBron's number two – and then he was the number one option on his team. And we saw that it didn't go as well as it may have. So I think that what leaves this wide open for Kyrie and makes it interesting is, does he want to sort of, you know, be the number one option as a scorer again, sign with a team like Brooklyn, you know, where it may not be all that different from a situation on the Celtics, or if Kawhi doesn't sign with the Lakers, he could even go to a team like the Lakers where he uh, where there wouldn't be as much pressure on him. So I think, and also would he want to read the Clippers? LeBron you mean the Clippers? Right. So I think that's what makes his situation, especially intriguing. And Kevin Durant, we have nothing really besides just complete, you know, allegations on his free agency situation right now. Obviously everyone talks about the Knicks, you know, but, it wouldn't surprise me if he stayed in Golden State. And his scenario is more interesting due to the fact that he will be injured for most of the season. So Kevin Durant, who knows what his motives are now that he has two championships. Um, nothing would really surprise me depending on what Kevin Durant wants to do either. And sort of a smaller name that I would throw into that mix is D'Angelo Russell. A lot of people have been talking about the Lakers getting him too. I mean, you know, people talk about the Lakers getting everyone. But Russell is an interesting player who was on Brooklyn. Maybe if a guy like Kyrie signs with Brooklyn, D'Angelo Russell wants to shift around somewhere else. Yeah, I, th- I think you brought up a good point there. D'Angelo Russell, I think, is, might tip the scales of free agency because he's not going to get the kind of contract that, that a Kyrie or a Kawhi – he's not on that level, but a guy like that's going to get um, – but he's a really good player, and he's a close-to-a-max player when he – as he, uh, how he played last year. So I feel like a team that, like, take the Lakers, for example, if they were to strike out in the big names and they signed D'Angelo Russell, that also gives them money to go, you know, uh, sign Danny Green, sign J.J. Reddick, sign guys like that. The Knicks, I think, if the Knicks strike out, which is looking like they might, unless uh, KD decides to go to New York, um, I think D'Angelo Russell would be a great option for them. I mean, he, he could play with R.J. Barrett, a young team. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's 23 grow, allow for another free agency, you know, maybe some hope in New York before they, you know, um, instead of relying on just some, just some free agency to take a shot in the dark and go to New York. Um, but uh, I, I think that'll be an interesting storyline. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, the NBA really is, for the first time in a few years, it's wide open as to who can win the NBA finals of next year. So I think that that provides an element to this free agency where a lot of teams are saying, wow, you know, we have a shot to win this thing, let's get some big free agents. Whereas the past few years, the game has sort of been, let's stockpile as many draft picks as we can for when LeBron gets old and the Warriors aren't. Yeah, it, it definitely should be a, uh, I bet TV ratings are going to skyrocket for the NBA next year simply because it's not, you know, the, the Warriors versus everybody else. So, you know, there's a lot of teams that can make a case to win the, the, the finals as of now. Right. So 
unless you have anything else to add at the moment, we'll take a short break and then bring our Clippers fan onto the segment, hopefully, unless you had anything else you wanted to add. No, that's good. Uh, I, I love to get uh, – I'm butchering this, but any, time, any chance I get to make fun of a Clipper fan is a great one. All right. Um, all right, well, we'll take a short break and we'll get, get to that. Okay, we're back. Uh, Max Levy on, uh, Mr. Clippers fan, after I gave Sammy the smoke in a quick game of 2K. We're ready well, to go. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. If if some of my teammates could guard, not going to give any names, but, you know. All right, Sammy blames his 2K losses on the computer again. Uh, Max, say hello to the hello. audience. All right, so Max yeah. is a Clippers fan, and uh, – him and Sammy have been bantering for a while over the free agency of Kawhi Leonard. So I want to let Sammy ask him a few questions about how this is going to go down. Yeah, so Max, I'd like to ask you, who do you think is the real team in L.A.? I see. And may I answer that with a rebuttal question asking, what the hell does this have to do with Kawhi Leonard? Uh, this is my podcast, me and Ethan. So um, either you can answer my questions. All right, all right. Well, we'll uh, – Okay. So, Max, let, let, let me ask you this. Why would – what is your sales pitch essentially to Kawhi Leonard to get him to come to the Clippers rather than the Lakers? Uh, what would his motive well, be? Well, sales pitch number one, our last season was a, was not a total mess, even with the best player in the league. And we even made the playoffs, beating the Warriors twice in Golden State without an all-star. I don't know, but you'd think with LeBron James, the Lakers could have at least made the playoffs. Okay, Here's- well – you know the lakers party can't barge in during the clippers meeting with Kawhi and be like nope this is why you're wrong they gotta wait so hold on a minute we got the best front office in the league listen to me let him finish let max finish listen bro oh my god number two you got the best owner in the league, the best front office. We, we didn't just fire our coach and put in a puppet. We have a good head coach <laughs> has a good record. And actually, We're about to cut your mic off in about 10 seconds. You know what? Whatever. We'll let him finish. The third major piece is the cap room. If, if Kawhi Leonard truly wants to play with KD like Woj is reporting, then the Lakers are out of the running. And if Kawhi wants to play in L.A., then the Clippers are the only destination. No, that's not true at all. Um, first off, the Clippers, you, going back to last season, first off, you're going to lose Patrick Beverly, number one, who was the heart and soul of your team last year. Number two, the Lakers were a train wreck because of injuries throughout the season. Lonzo got hurt. LeBron got hurt. Ingram got hurt. Kuzma got hurt. Literally, JaVale got hurt. Lance got hurt. The entire Our entire squad got hurt, number one. If that hadn't happened, let me remind you, at one point in the season, we were number three in the West on Christmas day, beating the Warriors without LeBron for the second half of the game. So if that doesn't happen, we're sitting there in the Clippers, frankly, are out of the playoffs because they were the eight seed. I'm going to sort of moderate this for a second, Sammy, because a lot of those players that were hurt aren't even on the team anymore. So yeah, and who is, who is added in Anthony Davis, the top five player in the game. This is true. Top three. This is true. But uh, the other important thing to remember here is that it's more than just the team. It's the front office. The front office has been in total turmoil, making horrible decisions like trading for Mike Muscala and giving up Ivaka Zubak. I mean, the Clippers straight up fleeced the Lakers for a young center with potential and only gave up an old center who had a minor shooting ability while the Lakers' best player was hurt and they were out of playoff. Yes, I disagree with that move. But 
Zubak did not do that much after he got traded to the Clippers, and the Lakers weren't going to pay him anyway since he was a restricted free agent. And we got to give Rob Plinka some credit. Listen, I was not a fan of Rob Plinka when after all that those moves, but I mean, he did find a way to trade Anthony Davis while or trade for Anthony Davis while keeping Kyle Kuzma. I mean, that's that's a great people forget about that. They're like the Lakers need to add a third star. Well, Kyle Kuzma could be that guy. That, that you're, and you're completely right on that. But the other thing you have to remember is that the Clippers have built themselves long-term. How many of those guys, first of all, they won't necessarily lose Patrick Beverly. They don't have to. Second of all, they don't have to lose anyone in general. They do have to either lose or restructure their contract with Danilo Gallinari to sign two max players. But other than that, the entire team can return, including two six-man-of-the-year runner-ups, as well as three rookies who played big minutes or actually Zubak may be a second-year guy. They played big minutes, this, this young core of players, Gilgis Alexander, Landry Shamit. You got uh, Zubak. These guys played big minutes against the Golden State Warriors, helping to contribute to the victory in Golden State. This team has right. beaten Golden State twice. I know the Lakers did too. You, you, see, you realize that, right, when they were all healthy. Okay, but the Lakers beat them in the playoffs? Is that what I'm hearing? Because. Yeah. I'm okay, sorry. So, you know, I can't control LeBron being out for, what, two, three months? All right. Yeah, but I, I, I have two questions for Max. The first yeah. question being, I, I asked this Sammy a while ago towards the Lakers, but Kawhi Leonard, he's a two-time champion, two-times final MVP, defensive player of the year, proven star. What would be the benefit for him to come to the Clippers rather than stay in Toronto? What is pulling him to the Clippers? Uh, he's from L.A., wants to play in L.A., wants to build his brand. Those are the three big reasons why he would go to L.A. And my next question, yeah, my next question would be, you know, looking up and down the Clippers roster, they have solid players, no doubt, Patrick Beverly and, you know, Lou Williams. But who would, you know, they're, they're lacking another star of that course. could really flourish but Before with. we turn it around, how many other stars, how many other true stars were really on the Raptors? How, Zero. How much better are the Raptors without Kawhi Leonard? They're, they may be a little bit better than the Clippers, but they're not significantly better. Right. Except they're playing in the Eastern Conference. This is true, but they also had to play the Warriors to win the finals. Like, it's not like they that didn't have to play. They had to beat them. And even without Kevin Durant, the Golden State is still a very formidable team. Not, not far and away. Okay, but you can't, you can't tell me that that, that that series wasn't influenced by Clay getting hurt. Oh, of course. And KD being hurt. Of course, but you still have to admit that even without KD, the Warriors are still a, a very difficult team to beat. They aren't the godly team they are with Durant, but they certainly won one NBA finals without him. And that was when all those guys were younger and less experienced. They are still a very tough team to beat. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, so, they, they are, but uh, so I got a question for you, Max, like yeah. all honesty, how do you think he's got a shot at going to him and KD going to the Knicks? Well, wait, wait, just can you repeat the question? I, I didn't understand really. Did you I say, said, you know, like today, Woj is reporting that, you know, KD and Kawhi want to team up somewhere and then yeah. obviously be either the Clippers or the Knicks. Of course. How realistic of a possibility do you think it's the Knicks? I think it's, uh, to be honest with you, it's definitely a possibility. But considering Kawhi has heavily expressed that he wants to play in L.A. and that earlier this week he stated the three teams he plans on meeting with as a priority are the Raptors, Lakers, and Clippers. It seems like if they were going to team up, it would be more likely for the two of them to team up on the Clippers since that's the only team that has two max spots and was on both of their lists of teams to play on. Of course, it's still very likely that Kawhi could end up in KD. Hell, he could even end up in Brooklyn with KD. Who knows? Brooklyn's going to clear another max spot. But 
I, I, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really exciting free agency. Um, uh, where do you think, uh, a little off topic, but like there's been some news about possibly D'Angelo Russell coming to the Lakers and then Jimmy Butler now apparently. Uh, the two teams are Miami and uh, Houston. <laughs> what do you think is going to be the biggest surprise of free agency that like a, a, maybe a big-time player goes to a team that hasn't really been talked about all that much? Well, to be honest with you, the player that hasn't gotten any attention was is Tobias Harris. He's a free yeah, of course. Now I happen to think he'll just re-sign with Philly, and that'll and Philly will solidify a core of three players around Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Tobias Harris. But he's definitely been a player that has not been talked about at all. And the other thing is is the idea with Capella. The only way that the Rockets would be able to sign Jimmy Butler is if they move Clint Capella, which begs the question: Where does he go? He's certainly not old. He's still got a lot of years left. I don't even think he's entered his prime yet. Yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely a DeAndre Jordan type player that could have use as a defensive anchor somewhere around the league. Yeah, I, I think Bella is 25 years old, by the way. Yeah, so he's far from entering oh, okay. prime. Yeah, I think that uh, the, the the Sixers should be have an interesting uh, couple days here because I think they could actually be better. Obviously, Jimmy Butler is a better player than Tobias Harris, and if they could keep Jimmy Butler, then that's what they should do. But if they were able to keep Tobias Harris and, you know, like trade, because they're, they're going to say he wants to go to Houston, then they got to trade Jimmy Butler to Houston. Um, they could get, you know, a guy like Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, a couple pieces like that. Yeah. They could really yeah. solidify the Sixers and make them an even better team instead of just having four stars. Well, the problem helping. with that is that Jimmy Butler is a free agent, so they'd have to do a sign and trade, which makes it complicated because of how I don't know if the 76ers can go over the cap to sign Butler. Oh, rights and stuff, it's all really confusing to me. But, yeah, that's yeah. – Yeah, they even have some money, yeah. To acquire some depth, yeah, you're right. They could really use a backup point guard. Going after a guy like Derrick Rose, who, who's supposed to meet with the Pistons, but he would be a guy that the 76ers really could use since their backup guards have been horrible. Yeah, in uh, the 76ers, J.J. Redick would be an interesting storyline to play on free agency since he's, like, the best of the second-tier guys. Um um, so, you know, I, I think he could have, have a really nice market. He could, I've heard Woj say he could get up to like even 17 million a year teams, desperate needs of shooters. Yes. Um, um, so, you know, the Sixers, a lot of, a lot of stuff kind of plays off them on whether they're, uh, uh, what they do in free agency. So then, yeah, the story is, I guess, where does D'Angelo Russell go? If for say the Lakers do get Kawhi, I mean, the Lakers need a guard and really badly, like. They they didn't have a great – I mean, they had decent guard play this year, and they kind of need one now. They have a lot of forwards and centers. But, like, does D'Angelo Russell make sense as the guard? And if not, where does D'Angelo Russell go? He sign, does he get traded? Timberwolves? Does he end up on the Timberwolves with, with – I think I, – I, well, I, I would actually love D'Angelo Russell. Obviously, the Lakers can get Kawhi. They need to do that. But if that doesn't happen um, – I, I think D'Angelo Russell would be the best move simply because you can get him a little bit cheaper than a max contract that allows you to sign a Danny Green and the guys like that, keep you um, in that range. If somehow the Lakers didn't get him, let's say the Lakers got Kawhi, they didn't know. Uh, um, I think a great – I heard about the T-Wolves. I think a great place for him to go would be New York simply because um, he could grow along with R.J. Barrett. He's 23. He gets to go play in a big market. gets to be his team, him and R.J.'s team. And then it allows the Knicks like a year to – to kind of grow, you know, let, let the young guys develop, and then hopefully, you know, come into free agency next year and sign a big free agent instead of like now, just a big free agent like Katie hoping to just 
go play on kind of a trash team with maybe some hopeful prospects. So you're suggesting that instead of if, if they if the Knicks lose the Kawhi and KD sweepstakes, they could go after a guy like yeah I, yeah yeah. I, assuming they lost out on any big time free agents. I want to so, I want to I want to ask Max because Sammy asked me this earlier, but I feel like he may have some more intricate knowledge of the situation than I am. You know, obviously there's the huge free agent names such as Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard and all those guys. But considering those people have been dominating the headlines, are there any sort of gems in this free agent class that won't be demanding max contracts that you think would be wise for a team to pick up? Possibly, yeah. Uh, so I mentioned Toba Harris before, but the other things is like like today the news broke that Terry Rozier is going to be an unrestricted free agent because the Boston Celtics are opening cap space for Kemba. He's a guy that you could pick up as a starting caliber or even a backup point guard somewhere. He could play valuable minutes. You've got guys like Julius Randle who declined his player option. He had a great year this year without Anthony Davis playing, and he could be definitely a guy that even like like a team like like Dallas. Everyone forgets about Dallas. Yeah. And, and even bought, I mean, New York, or not New York, Brooklyn, if they sign Kyrie, they still have more spots for cap without – Russell or another big star, considering they don't get either of the two guys, they could go after a guy like Randall to pair alongside with Kyrie. And, and I mean, DeAndre Jordan's a free agent this year. He definitely could get some money. He's the Knicks have no interest in him because they're trying to rebuild. Hopefully I I don't want to see them sign him. It'd be a bad move for them, but there's definitely a lot of guys, you know, Sammy mentioned Reddick. Um, I got to be honest, there's the, you know, you're right. There are a lot of guys in the background that you don't really think about. Right. Yeah. Adding adding to what you were saying, and like, I I already answered this, but like Bojan Bogdanovic, I can't really say his name. Oh, yeah. But he's a good player for the Pacers that could really help somebody. A guy under the radar um, that won't command a ton of money. He's played for the Lakers, played for Milwaukee last year. He's Brooke Lopez. Um, A guy like that who could, who's, you know, a a center, but that can, um, um, shoot extremely well could be extremely valuable for a team that's you know hoping to, to have a real final shot. Some you know guys like that really swing the balance of um, the NBA, especially in postseason time. Uh, and then you know I'm looking at the list now just because why not? Uh, a couple guys that pop out here are like the um, uh, let's see, I got to go to 2019. Al Horford's a free agent. That's right, another yeah. big one. He declined the option. Marcus Morris played good minutes this year. You got guys like Damari Carroll from the Nets. Danny Green. Yeah, Danny Green's another I want to ask you, do you think that this year in particular, now that it feels the Warriors dynasty is crumbling and it's a little more wide open this year, do you think there is a stronger demand for some of these older players, you know, who aren't superstars, but people just really trying to assemble their win-now championship rosters now that it's wide open? I I think that that it's become – obvious to teams that you don't have to just go all in with a full max player that guys like right. uh guys like danny green danny green, green. Or guys right. like tyreek evans or bojan bojanovic or thaddeus young can be key pieces rather than put you can get two or three of those guys rather than putting big money on one guy you know you got guys like like kcp is a free agent or actually he's not yeah he's a free agent I mean, Valanchunas from the Grizzlies, he may get signed somewhere. Max, I got a question for you. If, in all seriousness, uh, if you're a GM of a team, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, would you offer Kevin Durant the max? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a no-brainer to me. Even with in the injury missing all next year, being 31 years old? 
Is he, I mean, is he 31 now or is he 30 right now? He's, he's 31 30. right now. He's 30. He, by the time he's playing again, he'll probably be 32. Well, here's Long. the, here's the thing with well, here's the here's the thing with KD. I mean, we've seen how LeBron has aged. LeBron has, has obviously shown us that players aren't all going to drop off with he's age. 30. So the thing with KD is KD is one of the few players who is equally, if not more, naturally physically gifted as much as or more than LeBron. He's got the height. He's got the size. He's got the abilities. He's the most offensively – he's the most – he's the best offensive player in the league because he can do pretty much everything. He's a guy I'm going to throw a max contract at for a couple of years. I mean, he'll miss this year, but he comes back, and whether or not – he may not be as explosive, but he's still tall and can shoot over a lot of players, which gives him still a huge advantage. I would – Yeah, like, you know, sure. for a guy like Derrick Rose, an injury like that might – uh, be a little bit more career shattering, but Kevin Durant, like you mentioned, he just has the length and the shot making ability that I think that he's going to come back and be. Yeah, especially because Durant has relied more on his jump shooting, especially now on the Warriors, than he has on his driving game. Whereas these other guys, a lot of these guys who have ACL tears, they go right to the basket and that just kills their explosiveness. Guys like Rose, as you mentioned, can't get to the basket as quickly as he could before his injury. Whereas KD is still going to be able to cross over and then step back and shoot over most defenders. Right. Um, so we're coming up on 17 minutes now, and we're going to try to cap it before 20, unless anyone has some closing closing thoughts to put out there. Okay. Well, um, let's see. I gotta if I have anything for you. So, so the question is the Rockets. Here's my question. They acquire, let's say they acquire Jimmy Butler. Are they a serious contender? I don't know. Do you like them beating, I don't know, the Warriors with with just Draymond and Steph? Do you like them beating the Lakers, say, with well, – well, I think – I think uh, I'll take that question. I, I, I think the Warriors are going to be – they'll make the playoffs, but they're not going to be a high seed. I mean, if – Right. I, if, I think – Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think we're past the point of comparing, oh, can they beat the Warriors? Yeah, I, I think we're – Yeah, uh, especially without Clay. Obviously, Clay looks like he's going to re-sign with Golden State. Right. But he won't play. And the other thing is the teams that we forget about because they're not going to be big free agency. Like big, the big one this year will be the Denver Nuggets, the team that is going to go quiet in free agency because they're just going to renew Paul Millsap. They didn't have Paul Millsap for the playoffs, right? They, did they? No, they didn't, right? He didn't play. I, I don't believe so. They they didn't have Michael Porter all year. they I mean they were, might lose Isaiah Thomas, but he really was a non-factor this year. It turned out. So they're going to be a team that people are going to forget about. They're going to, if everyone's going to focus on these big moves, Oklahoma City, another team that's not making any moves this offseason. I mean, everyone's going to be on these Lakers, Clippers, Rockets, whatever hype train, Knicks, Nets, whereas these teams may slide under our radar until the season begins when we realize these guys are still good. I mean, the Lakers, maybe if they don't get a third star, may not be able to compete with the all-around balanced team that the Nuggets are building. You never – that's just kind of – you can keep in mind these dark horse lineups that aren't going to make many changes. Right. I mean, Paul Millsap has reached 33 years old. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see how he can – you know, it, I think his best days are behind him. But still, he, the Nuggets are going to be an interesting team to watch in the Western Conference. It'll be a good second or third option behind Jokic, who honestly is going to give – I think he's going to give Embiid – he's giving Embiid a serious run for his money as the league's best center, Jokic – Probably a better offensive player than Embiid is. Uh, defensively, he lacks heavily speed-wise. But, you know, he, he definitely has all the offensive tools. 
Right. He's, he can pass and shoot yeah. and score. So. And then there's the whole thing with, with Toronto. I mean, if Kawhi leaves, do they have cap room? Are they going to go after a player or are they going to tear it down? I mean. I heard they want to extend Norman Powell if that happens and build around him. I Maybe unload Lowry. I have an interest. I, I just don't see. I see. I If I was Toronto, Kawhi leaves, I think it's time. These guys are old. They build around Siakam. That might work. He's the only. Isn't he the only guy in their starting line who was? Oh yeah, that's sorry. That's what I meant. Siakam. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, 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 was, I, was, I was like, hold up a second. You, you told me. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. My guy. bad. My bad. Like, I mean, I get. Well, I get. They they want to build off their success, but Gasol's in his late thirties. Kyle Lowry isn't getting any younger. I mean, you you can maybe hold on to Van Fleet and, and Siakam, but I would say maybe chase another free agent. Maybe they go after D'Angelo Russell. They try to. They try to acquire D'Angelo Russell and try to build for the future with Russell and Siakam. Yeah, I think the Raptors are sort of in a situation like the 2011 Mavericks where they win an unexpected title, and that might be all she wrote. It's I, I don't think anyone's expecting the start of a potential dynasty in Toronto. Oh, no. No, I mean, it, the only reason I would see for them to not tear everything down is if Kawhi comes back for another year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, well... uh it should be exciting. Well, uh, you know, we're going to do a podcast soon next week after, uh, you know, all these uh, big chips land. I'd give it a week, wait until after July 4th. I mean, the rumors yeah. were well, not well, signing anywhere until about July 4th. He was going to give it some time. Kawhi Leonard isn't even meeting with any right. of these teams until July 2nd. Yeah. All right. All yeah, right. Great. We all got right. that. Well, we'll, okay. We'll play it by ear. Uh, Max Levy, everybody, thank you for joining us. Thank you. And we will see you next time. Yes.